0: Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we bring you stories from real military spouses who have been in your shoes. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that can help you along your military life journey. This episode is brought to you by Armed Forces Insurance. Armed Forces Insurance offers personal insurance options specifically designed for military families. To learn more, visit them online at afi.org or give them a call at 1-800-313-1936 now, here's Ashley Peebles. Hello,
1: everyone. Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. I am Ashley Peebles, and I'm so very thankful that you guys have joined in today and that you're listening, whether you're driving down the road or you're brushing your teeth. We are so glad that we are along for the ride or your teeth brushing extravaganza. I'm really excited to introduce you to one of my closest friends. Um, We share a heart connection that really is pretty undescribable to me. Like we connected in a great time of our life, but then we really solidified and um, not even just connected. Like we were put together to where we'll be inseparable forever during a really bad time in, um, in life. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear her story because she is the owner of Win the day productions, she is the founder. She is the one that makes everything happen within, within when the day productions, I have worn a shirt that says Win the day Four years, Uh, every member of my family owns uh, several pieces of the win the day gear. So at the end of the podcast, we'll definitely give you all the information. So that you can go and get some of the coolest gear that you've ever seen in your life. We'll make sure that you get the, make sure that you get the website, but I want you to hear my dear friend Becky's story. Um, And then we just want to converse back and forth. And I want you to see the reason that through her podcast, because her podcast is called win the day. I want you to see the reason that she's able to touch so many people in every walk of life, no matter your age, no matter your background, no matter what you're going through now. Becky has a way to draw you in and give you perspective really uh, beyond her years because she's gone through things that are beyond her years um, and just gives a perspective and a wisdom that I don't think you find in in most people. So my dear friend, Becky, how are you doing
0: today? You are so sweet. I feel like you made me sound much cooler than I actually nope. am, <laughs> but I'm I'm so excited to chat with you is always a highlight and to be here. So thank you for inviting me to, to spend some time together.
1: So why don't you just start off? Tell us your story. Tell us where all of this started.
0: Great question. Yes. So about... I don't know, 20 years ago or so, <laughs> I met my, my uh, husband, which is kind of a funny story in grade school. I remember uh, showing up to school and the first day of third grade, and my very best friend um, came to me just in just a mess, so frustrated because her last name alphabetically, got bumped by uh, Darren Allen. And so we were just, who is this new kid and who does he think he is? Well, it turned out that he would be <laughs> my my person. And so we were good friends growing up. We started dating right before we went off to college. And there was always a special connection I felt with him. It, it was a soul level connection uh, that we just got each other and communicated so well, worked together really well. And just laughed. I think I laughed until the point of tears nearly every single day. And so we were excited to start our life together. We got married really young and started. Uh, we were very entrepreneurial since the very beginning. He had his own personal training business. I was a graphic designer. And then together we helped coach a wellness business together, which is how I got to meet Ashley and Daniel and had uh, kids. Uh, younger. We, I have a 10 year old and a six year old now. And we just got to spend our days really designed around what was important to us. That was why we loved being in business for ourselves because of the flexibility and being able to really build our days around what mattered most. And so we had just moved into our new house. Uh, this was about four years ago. And Darren started to feel off just physically. His his back hurt. And he had other things that were just not going away. And it was around Christmas time. He spent most of the time on the couch, which I was a terrible nagging wife of like, can you please help me wrap some presents or like do something, please? This is insane. And so uh, a couple of weeks after Christmas, he ended up going into the doctor and they ran a series of tests and he ended up calling me. We thought it was going to be his gallbladder. Uh, he ended up calling me with news that they had discovered testicular cancer. And everything really went into slow motion at that point. He was a personal trainer, the healthiest person I knew. And to think that he would be someone that would struggle with something like this was just unbelievable. It's like 31 at the time, I think. And so that really started a really long or short, I guess it depends how you look at it, march of trying to find a way to help get him better. And unfortunately, after a 15-month battle, with testicular cancer, um, he was welcomed into the gates of heaven. Fortunately for that, unfortunately for us, and um, I mean, it's it was it's the most difficult thing I could have ever imagined walking through. And um, when he was going through his battle, he was always very positive. And he was a big forward thinker. We always made fun of him because, you know, he would talk about well, when we're 70 and retired. I'm like, okay, how about we talk about when we're 25 and have like no responsibility? Let's talk about that. And um, he is praying and had some quiet time one day and he felt like he heard God say to him, just win the day. Surrender the rest and just win the day. Show up the best you can today and we'll take care of tomorrow when it comes. And so some days winning the day looked like a pretty normal routine day. Some days it looked like just getting out of bed to take a shower um, and maybe eat a little food or go for a walk around the block. And some days it was just being able to breathe. It, it looked different. But when you could assess yourself within that day about what is get, given this day and my setup, what is the best that I can do for me and my family, and my people today? And if I can do that, then then I won. And And that really caught fire with I mean, Darren, obviously, me, our family, our circles of friends, and then just kind of spread from there. And so that was a mission that was deeply planted into our, our family and, and so many other people too. Well, you know that I'm squalling my face off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it, it never uh, never gets easier to relive. Uh, I guess being in it or being on the outside of it. I will tell you though, that slogan Those three words have meant more to so many people um, than you probably even realize. Like you see it every day. You hear it. You hear the stories. Um, But even from our family, like we wear our win the day gear. My son literally has it on right now. And I wish I could just bring him in and show he's wearing his win the day sweatshirt. But we have told people what it meant. We've talked, like, we talk about Darren all the time. And the fact that you just described it perfectly that some days, like you think, I guess you hear win the day and you're like, ah, it's got to be a race. Like I've got to be first place. Like win the day must be some, oh, some big sports slogan. But the truth is, some days it is just getting out of bed. Some days it is not killing your. Teenager, because I've got a teenage daughter, like I can win the day some days just by not being baited into an argument. I'll be honest, like that is winning the day when you've got a teenage girl. And it just transcends so much of what we do every day. And it matters to everyone. There's not been one person that we've told Darren's story to that it did not affect and that it didn't make them think. I think that your story and your situation, everything that you've gone through, like, your journey is one of really, really great perspective. So, which is, I hate that you've had to go through what you've had to go through to gain that perspective. But the way that you've been able to turn it into a gift to others, like I said, wisdom, and wisdom beyond your years. So you went through this. This is the, the, the cards that you've been dealt. You've now turned it into something incredibly beautiful. So tell me about when the day production's like, what is it? What do you do? Uh, Because I I know that after hearing your story, so many people now are trying to Google it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So it's an ever evolving thing, which I love. Like it's constantly building and pivoting and just about creating. But currently the different avenues within Win the day is we've got a fun apparel store like you talked about for some gear to just sport and be reminded ourselves, but help other people to be reminded to win the day. Uh, podcast. Also, like you had mentioned, I do some other speaking for different events and travel around and get the opportunity to do that. And uh, I do some coaching as well. Um, Currently, I've got a five-week coaching program that I walk through with people called Win Your Way, where that's aimed to just really understand how we're wired, what our strengths are, how we overcome obstacles. And I feel like once people have a better grasp about who they are, they can really feel confident to walk out their lane. And when we're confident about who we are, it gives other people parameters to understand us too. And so that's currently the different uh, parts of it, but it's always growing and evolving, which has been really fun.
1: So when you're talking about winning the day, when you're talking about you know, speaking to people, I know a couple of things that you really zero in on is being uncomfortable with uncertainty, um, and bringing the big picture closer. So right now in our world, like everything that's going on around us, there's a lot of uncertainty. So would you mind just speaking for a minute on being uncomfortable with uncertainty? Because I think that's something that's going to ring true with a whole lot of people.
0: Absolutely. So the thing that's really unique right now about the uncertainty that we're all living in is that most of the things we're grieving, the loss of of events, people, structure, jobs, family, community, we're going to get those things back in some capacity. It may not look exactly like how it did before, but we're grieving something that will be able to return to us. And that's really, really unique because typically you're grieving something that you will never have back. And so I've really been encouraging people as they're traveling through this uncertainty and feeling the emotions of grief that take, pay attention to that. What, what are you missing? What are you frustrated about? What are you really grateful for that you're noticing in its absence and take the time to, you know, journal about those, write about those, talk about those things so that then when they return to you, you can really appreciate them fully. Um, You know, life is a constant evolving of uncertainty, or a lot of times I'll call it gray space, where we have to learn how to, to live where we don't know what the final result is going to be. And so that's why we can kind of rest back in that win the day mindset. Like, I don't have to know what's going to happen a week, a month, 10 years from now, because it's out of my control anyways. But today I have, I have today. And, And here's a few small things I can do today to move me in the direction I wish to move towards. So that's, that's a big, a big part of it as well.
1: So we were also talking earlier about bringing the big picture into focus. Um, that's something that really kind of punched me in the face. Um, and you do that all the time in the most beautiful, loving way. But not
0: literally, actually. Not, lit-
1: not literally. <laughs> it just feels like it. When she steps on your toes, you're like, oh, okay, that was comfortable. Not at all. Um, but we were talking about the big picture. I I mean, share a little bit about that because I have been so guilty of working, 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 working so hard in the present that I miss a lot of what's going on because I've got my eye on what that is in the future. And I mean, there are different thoughts on that. There are thoughts on, I mean, is contentment wrong? Like, should I be striving for something bigger all the time? Or is striving for something bigger all the time? Does that mean that I'm ungrateful and not content with what I have here? So what's your
0: take on like, what do you mean by bringing the big picture closer to you and getting it more in focus? Great question. I think it's a balance of surrender and initiative, right? So we can't fully surrender to something and we can't totally rely on our initiative. Either one is not going to move us in a positive direction. We need a little bit of both. And so it's finding that balance for you about where can you let go and where can you dig in? Because being idle, nobody does well without forward motion, but we can't only be forward motion all the time or we're going to miss what's right in front of us. And I think back about Darren. And, you know, he was so big picture thinking, he was planning out 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, and he would get his heads kind of stuck there. And so we made a lot of sacrifices in a business we were building together. Uh, Just do it now, we'll have the time later, and you're setting yourself up now for later. And of course, we reaped some benefits of that, you know, while we were working on that together. But I think I look now, in that moment, when we were doing that, I thought I was doing it with a spouse I'd have forever building a business I'd have for forever. And now both of those things are gone. And, and for what purpose and reason? And, and so if, if people can, instead of just looking out so far, but don't forget to look within the 24 hours and what are the few things you can do today that are small, that can lean you towards a direction you want to head, but it, it's not guaranteed. And so it's, it's that balance of that surrender and initiative. Mm, I love that so much. And attaching purpose to what you're doing
1: um because i think at the end of the day whether you're with your spouse that you think you're going to have forever and a building a business that you think you're going to have forever if you can have those moments in every day where you're winning the day each day but also having the moments where there was a purpose attached to everything you do at the end of that if you don't have the spouse that you thought you'd have forever and you don't have the business that you thought you had forever there was still purpose attached to it. So I think just making certain, like I think that's what punched me in the face earlier is making certain that today, whatever I'm doing has meaning, it has purpose, um, whether that's in the immediate or whether that's in the future, if it doesn't pan out, I just want to know that I spent my days doing worthwhile, worthy endeavors. Um, even if that's, you know, you know, even if you've got little bitty kids and you're changing diapers, like it seems so mundane but it's so big in the greater picture so just not looking past those i just it just really punched me in the nose earlier so i appreciate that all right here's my next question and this one is this one's something that i have thought of uh, about you for years since everything went down i always think because in my opinion there are there are two things that you can go through in this earthly life that i think are far harder than anything else. I think the two worst things that can happen to you in this life are losing a spouse, losing a partner and losing a child. Um, those are two things that if you ask me what I fear most in life, it would be losing Daniel or losing one of my children like that. Those are core rocking reality, changing moments. Um, it just changes everything. So thinking of that and knowing that i believe i believe that to be the hardest thing you can go through on this earth i've always wondered Becky if it makes you able to always have perspective in every situation i guess always that I, obviously that's one of those stupid words but nothing's always but does it allow you to maintain a clear perspective on what's going on so that you see things. And when you lose your business, because we did like when you lose your business, do you go through that and think, "Eh, I've been through worse, right? Or when you lose your business, does it still hurt just as bad? Because hurt hurts no matter what, like when you're going through something hard, hard is hard. So it doesn't matter what you've been through before. But I think people would look at you, Becky, and you would think, oh, like she's lost her husband. Her best friend, her person, like the person that their souls were connected. I bet if she drops a jar of pickles, she doesn't even cuss, right? Like that's probably not something that happens. But in my mind, I think I know Becky, not that you cuss, that's not what I meant. But in my mind, I think I know Becky, if she drops a jar of pickles, she's going to be frustrated that she dropped a jar of pickles because now you got to pick up all the glass. And now the kitchen smells like pickles, (laughs) right? So would you mind? I mean, Mm -hmm. that may not be, and it's probably not an easy question that I ask you, but I just, would you mind just answering that, expanding upon that? Because I think that someone that hasn't been through that, I just wonder what perspective it lends you um, and what situational, like situationally, what that does from that touch point forward.
0: Great question. I would say there's two parts to that. And the first would be, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just a perpetual optimist. That is just my lens. And I, I want to see the brighter side of things. I, I want to be positive. And so that's just my approach to life in general. So I would say within that, there's sort of two sides to answer that question that you just asked. The first part would be, and I've talked, you know, it's interesting. I've been connected with a fair amount of widows before I lost Darren and after, and other people that have lost children too, and, and, and have had these really interesting conversations. And I don't want to speak for all of them, but there's definitely a common theme in the sense of, first of all, we feel bigger. Our highs are higher and our lows are lower because it's almost like you are woken up to life in a different way. And so when things hurt, like rejection hurts more. Uh, but but, deep love and gratitude feels bigger because your appreciation for feeling is just sort of off the charts, which is wonderful and awful all at the same time. But that being said, my perspective is is definitely shifted in the point of when difficult things happen with me. My mindset is i've been through worse, and sometimes I can use that as a way to not fully unpack something that which isn't great. But the perspective definitely is I've been through worse. I'm strong. I'm resilient. I made it through before God saw me through difficult times in my past. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fumble right here because I've seen what I've done when, when I've been pressed for resiliency in the past and, and was able to overcome the thing I thought most difficult. And also lastly, like there's a freedom in that. Like when you, when you face your worst fear, you, you survive it and come out the other side of it. Your anxieties for for those things are completely lessened. And so that was one thing that sort of my grief in this process taught me that I didn't anticipate, which is freedom, you know, free to really exist and be in the moment because you know, no matter what's thrown at you, you'll be able to walk out of it.
1: Oh, I love you tremendously. I know I tell you this all the time that I couldn't love you anymore, but it's true. I'm so thankful that the good Lord saw fit to connect us, uh, to connect Daniel and I with you and Darren, because you are a touch point. You and I talked about this earlier, but you're a touch point in my life that I'm just so very thankful for, that at any moment I can call and you can ground me immediately. And I just pray that I can be the same for you. But I appreciate you spending time today. I know that people are going to love it. And I know that people are going to want you to come back and talk again. So let's just call this part one and then we'll have you on again so that everyone can hear everything that you've got on your heart, but let's give them your website. Um, make sure to tell them the, so your podcast is just called Win the day, correct?
0: When the day productions. Yep. Okay. Any perfect.
1: Okay. It comes out every Thursday. Um, I know that because I listen every Thursday. So there's that. All right. And then what is the website that people can go to to look into your speaking, into your writing, of course, into the apparel shop that I'm telling you guys,
0: you're going to love the apparel. <laughs> so the website is Pro, And you that's winthedaypro.com. And then that's our handle on Instagram and on Facebook too. All right. That's perfect. Thank you
1: so much, Becky, for hanging out with me today. I love anytime I get to just be in your space. So I appreciate you. We're going to have Becky back onto here. So if you are a weekly listener for us, make sure that you subscribe on whatever your listening pleasure is. I don't know. I listen on SoundCloud, but I've got it set to where it comes to my, my phone every Thursday. So I appreciate you so, so very much. I appreciate everyone that's listening and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. To connect with Mill Housing Network, visit us online at milhousingnetwork.com.